Did you just hear that? I am back with another one. I think y'all just heard at the beginning, my man, Charlie Beats, killing the beats once again. Um, you know, I'm so excited. I'm so glad that my man is like sending me beats. He just sent me another one for the week. So, um, so either way, you'll, you'll get 
you'll get one or the other. I'm not really sure which one I'm choosing for the beginning part of the episode, but either way, I, I put this in the episode, so that is what you are getting. Once again, shout out to my man Zodiac, my man Obstacle Beats. I love y'all, and I can't wait. I will be there's more of their music, of course, coming, and will be in there as well. But definitely, my man Charlie Beats. Thank you so much for everything that you do. I really appreciate you. Uh, kiss my godson for me because. I, I absolutely still 100% rock with you and love the music that you are creating right now. So it is awesome. Um, so don't forget that you can check me out on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Music, which is YouTube Music, your Google Podcast Player, or your purple podcast player for any Apple users, Spotify, and the YouTube channel where I do all of my dope-ass interviews, which will be coming back. I'm just taking a small break hiatus to kind of regroup, get myself back together, so make sure y'all check that out. Don't forget, you can also go to SmoothMyBalls.com. They're not an official sponsor yet, but they will pay me once you use my code, YoungSmooth, that's Young, S-M-O-O-V-E. For a major discount on anything that you buy from them. So make sure y'all do that. Because nobody wants no nobody wants all of that bullshit down there. You know what I'm saying? You gotta trim that up. You gotta get it. No, 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 don't don't nobody want that. Anyway, moving on. Did you get that kick that lyric? And I want to say and go on record is believing that y'all did not. So this was a group out of the A, you feel what I'm saying to you? And let me tell you, there was a quartet, but now a whole bunch of drama with them. They're down to two. Mm. So um it came from a group with Mike Q, Slim, and Deron. It was 112 and the verse was Come See Me. So we got a whole new kick that lyric. It is one of my favorite favorite songs it actually comes off of mm, a soundtrack i ain't even gonna say what the movie is because it'll make it a little bit too easy a soundtrack from a movie that has to deal with hair that's what i'm gonna say all right yeah okay I think that's what we're going to go with because that's probably the best clue that I give you. A soundtrack from a movie that deals with hair. Okay. So it states promises about our house, about our kids, lifestyle we would live, who the fuck you really is, in my face all the time, spitting line after line, broke down my walls and you got in my mind. Use a fake, should have known. All the signs I was shown. Believe what I saw and your cover was blown. Break up, leave. Make up, please. Use a magician with all them tricks up your sleeve. Had me for a minute. I was in it. You played good. But I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna make moves. And I'm gonna leave you where you at, dog. Chill. Go back to square one. Wait for something real. Selfish nigga could have helped you, nigga. Usually know better, but I felt you, nigga. I guess 
getting in my head was a part of the plan. Because in reality, the only thing you've given me is. Alright, I ain't even going to tell you who the artist is. Just know it's on a soundtrack for a movie about hair. That's all you get. That's all you get. That is all you're getting. All right, y'all. So let's get into it. You know we got a good one today, so it may be a little lengthy. I don't know. It really just depends on how fast. Oh, shit. But before I forget, I want to tell you what motivates me to do this work, even when it is completely out of my pocket all the time. And I just keep grinding and keep grinding and keep grinding. So, the other day, I want to say it was Monday. Because Wednesday? Damn. I feel like these days be longer than they necessarily need to be. But whatever. Um, So, Monday, I go and I go to this place. uh, It's called the Steamery. So, the Steamery is like, especially when I used to vape very heavy, um, was one of the places that I would go. Um, along with the bass vapor, so on and so forth. Would you, if anybody listens to the stuff from four years ago, um, you know, bass vapors, especially like episode four, like you gotta go all the way back to the four, we actually recorded out of there. Um, when we were trying to look for like a spot and a home, and then it just became, yo, do it in your house. Like, why are you going to all these places? So, you know, uh, and that worked out. And I'm very happy that uh, I, I and even Obeats were very consistent in doing this. Um, but what refueled me to make sure that I'm having the, the dopest episode or just back to just back to doing it, just like, yo, fuck it, I'm doing it. This is what I'm, this is what I'm going to do. Um, would have to be two reasons, two reasons right now. Number one, as I said before, which was Charlie Beats. And number two was it, the pandemic has been a whole year and some change. And I remember going to the steamery, maybe like towards the end of 2019, earlier part of 2020. And I had gotten something from there and I can't remember what it was. So this time I wanted to go because I realized, um, on one of my routes, when I was doing Grubhub that the steamery had Delta 8, which I think I talked about before in the show about how much I love the Delta 8 gummies. It's, you know, I don't smoke weed anymore. So I'm like, okay, this is definitely a place to get me really relaxed and still feel a mellow high, which is freaking awesome. So I went in there and lo and behold, the, the worker who, I thank him so much because he still does not believe that I'm about to be like 38 years old, which is the thing. Once you get there, you'll, you'll understand. Um, <laughs> but we, we got to talking and I was like, you know, damn, it has been a minute since I've been here. It's been almost like over a year and da, 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 da. So as I was talking to him, he literally was like, Oh yeah, I remember you. You got the podcast. I listened to the podcast. Wow. Hold that. Wait a minute. Sir, young man, you listened to the podcast. I was so floored and I was so elated. He was like, yeah, you got me listening to other podcasts now. And I was like, wow, that is just so dope. So it was one of those moments in my life where I was like, yo, if I doubted doing what I'm doing, there's one fan and there was one person that actually 
listens to the show and was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, because you talk about this, that, and that. I'm like, oh, wow. And it's so great. It's so great to have that type of moment. And I was I was so very excited. I left there. Number one, I was only supposed to get one bag of gummies, but something said, go ahead and get two. So I got two bag two bags of gummies. And in that moment, I was like, I walked out of that store and I was like, yo, that shit was dope. It was a dope feeling. It was an amazingly dope feeling to have to have somebody recognize you as as what you do so i was really really happy about that um so shout out to the steamery it's all the way on main street in Town road so if you in the baltimore maryland area you might want to go check them out um like i said that delta eight <laughs> that's some shit okay let me tell you i can't tell y'all what's been happening on the delta eight there's only a few people that know I will not divulge my business in, in these streets like that because I'm not fucking with y'all. But however, oh, it done done some things. Okay. It, let me, let me just, the best thing that I can say, the only thing that I can say to y'all is that it has, it has, it has fortified my marriage. Let's just, it has sprinkled a little water on it. I'm just saying it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's that. I'm not doing this with y'all. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I am not doing this today with y'all. Um, so we move it on into our news of news, things of the things we still got to figure out a name. Cause again, like I said, I'm, I'm tired of being ratchet. Cause I feel like if you keep saying that you ratchet, you're going to be ratchet. So I just, I don't want to be ratchet no more. I want to be ratchet. I don't want it to be ridiculousness. Sometimes it's just fucking news. And I commentate on what I think about shit and how I, how it make me feel. That's it. That's all I got. Fuck it. Anyway. Um, this actually kind of kind of is good though. Swiss Beats and Timbaland announces a versus rematch. Swiss Beats and Timbaland are going back to where it all began. The super dude, I can read. The super producers will once again face off in a versus battle this Memorial Day weekend. Their rematch, which was teased back in March. Uh, will take, it'll take place live at Miami Nightclub Live on Sunday, May 30th as part of what's being called the new versus live. Oh lord. It's unclear what that means exactly since versus is always live, but it could involve, um, a live audience. The hashtag versus live is also being used to promote the matchup. The series launched at the start of the pandemic on March 24, 2020 with Swiss Beats and Timbaland's bat- Timbaland battling it out on Instagram Live in the first ever verses, which would mark the beginning of a cultural phenomenon. Since its inception over one year ago, Versus has featured powerhouse pairings between DMX, Snoop Dogg, Brandy, and Monica, Jeezy, and Gucci Mane, Ashanti, and Keisha Cole. In March, uh, the Versus co-creator sold the platform to Triller for an undisclosed amount, which will... um, Wow, okay, I didn't know that they did that. That's cool. While um, allocating a portion of their equity to all 43 platforms who appeared on Versus to date. I'm sorry, all 43 platforms. All 43 performers who appeared on Versus to date. Escaping SWV 
most recently appeared on the platform while Soldier Boy and Bow Wow announced that they will go head to head in an upcoming versus battle with no date set. The versus rematch with Swiss Beats and, and Timbaland will stream live on Sunday, May 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific time on Instagram and the Triller app. Of course, it needs to stay on Instagram. I'm, I, I will say that like wholeheartedly. It must, it must stay on Instagram because I don't care where else you say. I mean, Instagram and or YouTube. Um, so what I've been doing is I've been kind of like, like, I'm excited. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I am actually kind of excited for Timbaland and Swiss to do it because I think that, you know, like they said, they kicked that off. They kicked off the verses. Um, and because they kicked that, the, the verses off, they didn't get like a real time to shine in the process of how big versus has become and they got a chance to like really watch their baby grow so now to see the new iteration of whatever you know whatever they're gonna do and however they're gonna make it i mean i think that's gonna be dope i'll be there for i did I, and i didn't get a chance to talk about this i did get a chance to watch the escape and swv uh situation let me tell you something escape and swv hands down one of the best um and for me of course it was that brandy and monica um e40 and short was good oh god um, what was it? It was, was the Beanie Man and Bounty Killer. That was good. Um, all of the, like, all of the producers, everybody that really took out their time. Um, and I mean, even though we had, we had hella glitches, we had hella glitches in this, but I love the rawness of it. And I would hope, I would only hope that they would continue no matter what they do, no matter how big they make the platform, whether it goes to regular TV or whatever, I would hope that it would have some type of Instagram format to continue to be interactive with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that you should be able to watch it on television and on Instagram at the same, you know, at the same time, even though, I mean, there's going to be a delay one way or the other, but, um, you know, I just, I think that that would be something that would be cool as long as people could be super interactive and you can see, your 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 post and this that, that. although that's gonna be difficult because sometimes y'all say some shit in these comments like you know they're gonna have to filter out these comments and scroll through these comments but you know i think it would be something that'd be good speaking of which i i've realized like i know that that can truly truly happen because um remember back in the day when they used to do like the MTV awards and shit and they would do like TRL they used to like or no 106 and part like 106 and part before it got uh got canceled when they used to scroll up and like read the comments like that would be super great for them to do while they're you know performing this I think that I think it's gonna be great I think it is gonna be awesome so I'm excited for it all right. In other news, J. Cole's manager opens up about heated confrontation with Diddy. Let me tell you something. You know what? Diddy makes my ass itch. And that's that's my stepmother's term. Diddy makes my ass itch. Like, I don't know. It's, I I love this whole bad boy era, but there's so many things about Diddy that I just, I, I, I'm not really comfortable with. Um... J. Cole's manager is providing more insight into Cole's new infamous run-in with Diddy. The Dreamville boss raps about his scrape with the bad boy Mogul and what happened nearly eight years ago on Let Go My Hand. 
um, off his chart topping album, The Off Season. If you've not grabbed The Off Season, I don't know what you were doing with your life. This shit, that shit is great. Especially the song, I can't even remember the name of the song, but it has a song with, um, his, J. Cole's song with the dude Moray. I love that. I have to think of the name of it now. Now it escapes me. Cause I've been listening to so much stuff recently. It is crazy. Um, so quote, my last scrape with, uh, was with Puff Daddy, who wouldn't have thought, who would have thought it. Raps Cole. I bought that nigga album in seventh grade and played it so much, you would have thought my favorite rapper was Puff. Back then, I ain't no shit. Now I know too much. Don't we all? Uh, <laughs> fucking with Puffy shit. Don't we all know too much? Speaking with the Say Less podcast, Cole's manager, Ibrahim I.B. Hamed, recalled what happened between the two at Diddy's MTV Video Music Award after party on August uh, 2013. He quotes, the puppy story. I mean, remember hearing it and just laughing because I was there, said Hamed, according to Complex. I'm not going to go into detail, but it's definitely not what people are saying. Rumor has it that Cole was dancing too close to Diddy's ex-girlfriend Cassie, while others say Cole inadvertent, um, sorry, it's the, I can't, I cannot talk, I just pulled a hair out of my chin, don't judge me. Um, (laughs) Diddy's ex-girlfriend Cassie, while others say Cole, um, intervened when Puff tried to throw a drink on Kendrick Lamar after hearing his um, controversial King of New York line in the Big Sean Control verse. After the scuffle, Cole was allegedly kicked out of the party. Quote, it was definitely not like he was defending Kendrick or something, explained Hammond. It wasn't like, don't talk to Kendrick like that. Kendrick was there uh, Top Dog was there Jay was there Beyonce was there Me and Cole You know Grown men Got a little heated All I remember is Me and Jay looking at each other like Oh these niggas about to fight And then Just being like Oh no This is about to happen <laughs> I'll just leave it at that At the time Hamed, Cole, and Diddy Shot down rumors surrounding the confrontation Quote, people will believe anything, Cole tweeted, while Diddy added, I usually don't address rumors, but I got too much respect from my bro at J. Cole and C. We are friends. The rumors are not true. We had a great party. Walking out, quote, sorry, quote, walking out of there, I'm like, oh, this about to be bad, added Hammond, quote. But for some reason, no one had a camera out. A couple people was talking about it, but, you know. The next day, Cole and Diddy met up and squashed their beef. Puff was like, I want to figure this out. The next day, he pulled up. They chopped it up. It was never really an issue, said Hammond. Diddy can even be heard on the outro to Let Go My Hand, which Hammond was, uh, which Hammond says was recorded in the last week of the session of the off season okay um thoughts let me after reading this article my thoughts on this are this um 
I don't believe that he was defending Kendrick. I do believe Diddy got drunk. I do believe... All of this is allegedly... This is just my thought, just my opinion. I do believe Diddy got drunk. I believe that Diddy is one of those people that can't handle their liquor. He may have been... He might have just been standing next to Cassie. Or Cassie's vibe. That part, I believe. I believe that because when you say it's not true, I feel like there's some truth behind that. I, I think that Diddy has always been known to be a high head, jealous and all this. And Diddy got a lot of controversy around his parties. So this is not nothing new. This is not, this is not like something that we ain't, we ain't know. Um, I do like the fact that, that Cole kind of addressed it, but I feel like at the same token, you brought it up after like eight years. Mm, is, is it, was it worth it? I feel like in my mind, all right, so, they talked about what happened and they squashed it that night. However, or the next day. However, my whole situation is, what are you really trying to say though, Cole? Because I feel like there's more behind that. I feel like there, there's way so much more behind it. Because if that was like over eight years ago, why does it matter? You feel what I'm saying to you like eight, nine years ago? Like, why does it matter? Hmm. That's a thought. That's a thought. Moving on. Kanye West's Yeezy Gap line to launch by the end of the year. I, as soon as I read this, I just pray and hope that ain't a whole bunch of holes in the shit and it don't look like these motherfuckers is coming from war-torn country. I, I've seen part of it where they were doing like a fitting and like a tank roll. Th- I, again, I don't, what are y'all niggas out here doing? I don't understand. What is, what was the tank for? I, I Kanye, I, I I understand that y'all y'all feel my frustration on how I'm doing this, but you know Kanye is um, still a genius. It's still amazing. So, and I know that this particular episode is about graduation, but we we gonna get there. We gonna get there. Um, Yeezy Gap is coming. A year after announcing the partnership, Kanye's first Gap collection may be finally arriving in stores next month. According to the report for Business of Fashion, Gap's Yeezy line is on track to launch by the end of June with the hopes that it will revive the the retailer's sagging sales. Yes, who the fuck is going out to the goddamn Gap? I mean... I don't know. Gap ain't really been what it used to be. More details surrounding the launch could be revealed on May 27th. So that's probably tomorrow. Um, cause I'm recording this on 26th when Gap Inc. uh, holds its quarter one 2021 earning call. On June 2020, Kanye announced his long-term partnership with Gap which will include men's, women, and children's clothing designed by Wes. Oh, Lord. This going to be a lot. Uh, Kanye previously shared a sneak peek of what the colorful collection may include. Okay, so it is color, so it is not beige and dark and... Ooh. Um... One fitting from last July showed vibrant colored hoodies, tie-dyed shorts, and neon tank tops. I mean, he's on trend. Can't be mad at that. The Gap partnership makes a full circle moment for Kanye, who worked at the Gap, he did say that, realtor as a teenager in Chicago. 
We are excited to welcome Kanye back to the Gap family as a creative visionary, building the aesthetic and success of his Yeezy brand and together defining a next level retail partnership. Mark Braderbird, sorry if I messed up the name up, um, global head of Gap brand said when the deal was announced. Gap is betting big on Yeezy. Bloomberg reports that the 10-year part, wow, the 10-year partnership could be worth as much as $970 million. Damn! And that the line is expected to break $150 million in sales this first full year in 2022. I mean, y'all are optimistic. Y'all are extremely optimistic. Let me Whose demographic is this anymore? Like, oh, I'm I'm not here to shit on Kanye. I'm not here to shit on Kanye. I love Kanye. That's not a thing. I just don't know. I oh, the shoes. It's really it's really hard to find a positive light with this because the shoes are not. I'm like yo. Definitely do your brand. Definitely do your marketing. I think he's going to be amazing. And Kanye wants us all to love this. But I just, I, I, I maybe it's because the shoe, not all of them. Because some of them are, look, do look might nice and comfortable. And they are massively expensive. So, I mean, would I get myself a pair of Yeezys? Yeah, probably the Boost. But, like, after the Boost, I'm, I'm really not feeling a lot. Of, like, why does, like, I think... The first person I seen with the new Yeezys on, not seen in person, but was Timbaland. And I was like, uh, okay. So it looks like Crocs-esque. I, I, don't, I don't know. And I'm t- what, I'm, what I am tired of with Kanye is I'm tired of being confused, sir. I don't want to keep being confused with what this is. Like, yo, your own fashion line look like Desert Storm. And I'm just like, yo, I cannot... And just, I can't, I can't. And I mean, the neon and all of that, that's on trend. It's definitely on trend. It's on trend for the summertime. So if it's coming out really soon, it's gonna, it's gonna look good. I don't particularly, I mean, y'all niggas are still wearing, look, much respect to niggas that wear hoodies and shorts. It was definitely a very 90s thing, but I don't want to know what, I, I need to know whether or not I'm hot or cold. Like, I can't, I, I, I need one or the other. Like, I really just, I really can't do, do that. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we got June and they, they about to talk about this launch. I just wanted to see if it's going to be creative. Is it going to come with, I would say if it's going to come with music, but I'm not going to lie. Doing this Kanye episode now and being like, mm, Kanye music is shaky. It is shaky at best right now. So, and all of the Kanye, like I got so many Kanye stands out there and they are going to go off. And I'm like, yo, I love Kanye, but I just, I got to get in the groove in the pocket for Kanye. Like everything he say, I can't really rock with no more. Like I, you grow up and your palate has to be different. So it just, it just is what it is. Although, okay. So, okay. So here's, here's disclaimer, full disclaimer. Yes, I say that. And should I give that same type of attitude towards Nikki? Perhaps. Perhaps. But I will say this. You 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 can't 
it's different for her because like, yo, if you came out with a gap line and you catered to men, women, children, everybody, it might be good. Yo, she she tried that. She did that with Kmart and then Kmart went belly up. So, you know, clothing lines are really, it's really sensitive. It's a really different, everybody has a different style aesthetic. Everybody does, you know, something a little bit differently. Like, I, as a grown man, I will be 100% honest with you. I'm not quite comfortable with the cut of shorts this summer. Okay, because the cut sometimes is, it's one thing to be above the knee, but it is a whole other thing to be like near the thigh. Like, I, I, I don't want to show that much thigh. And, and furthermore, for me being light, like, I have like brown tone. It's so weird. This is why I enjoy my highly melanated people. I really do because at least y'all skin tone be like one color. Um, so, I'm dark on my dark on my face, my hands, and everything else. You know, my arms that touch the sun, but my legs because I always wore pants and I wore pants for all of my professional jobs. You know, I, there's no way to wear shorts. I'm sitting behind, even though I'm sitting behind a desk, but it is what it is. Um, just in that particular field, you just don't do it. So, um, you know, I hate wearing shorts, but I'm gonna start wearing them more now. I just don't need them to be near my balls, like. I just need I just need some space between me and that, and I feel like it's it, some of the shortcuts are violating that quite quite frequently. But good luck to Yeezy, good luck to uh, Kanye on this because I don't know. But it, you know what? I ain't gonna hate because if a piece is fly and I like the piece, I buy the piece. Um, it is going to be the gap, so it will be affordable, uh, which is the hopes. Um, so you know. Shout out to Kanye. That's that's what we're gonna do. Because uh, again, this episode is about Kanye, so we're we're gonna stay positive. Uh, moving on, Nicki Minaj, J Cole, and J Cole congratulate Drake on his Artist of the Decade award. It's a celebration. Clap, clap, bravo! I'm so excited for him. Um, fresh off receiving the Artist of the Decade award. Oh my gosh! Speaking of which, side note: celebrities. <laughs> Stop bringing y'all children up on stage when they're not ready, when they're three and four years old, and you expect for them not to. Stop sending it, sitting them at Fashion Week and shit like that. And, you know, when your child is used to you and only you, you know, I, I ain't gonna say don't stop your life because I know you got to, but your children are not ready for this. You know what I'm saying to you? Because this is a big thing. Like, I will say, like, maybe Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy's like eight now. Wow. <sighs> Ooh, that is the thing. Um, so Blue Ivy is that's so weird right now to say is eight. Um, so you know she's a little bit more used to it, but that's why you don't see Beyonce, you know, always bringing out like Rumi and Sir and shit like that. Like they they're they're kids. They're not used to this. They're going to be kids, you know, and that baby, Adonis looked petrified being on that stage, so if you've not watched the Billboard Awards, at least watch Drake's acceptance speech, and look at how how that baby is like what the fuck is going on here, I'm right I got to go, like why am I here, where are all these people, why are they screaming, because he does not understand at three years old that they're not screaming they are cheering for him, he will not get that, that's not a thing so fresh off, 
um, receiving the Artist of the Decade Award at the Billboard Music Awards, Drake Spears took to social media to honor the Canadian rapper for 10 years of greatness. In an Instagram story post, Nicki Minaj proclaimed Drake's incredible contribution to the game, single-handedly changed the game and the music business forever. She wrote, congratulations at Champagne Poppy. Nikki, who collaborated with Drake on Seeing Green previously, revealed that her young money... I don't think I talked about that, too. I'm going to go into that. Um, Her young money brother helped her... No, I did talk about that last week. Um, When she had a writer's block. And she also quotes, He single-handedly got me out of my writer's block. We talked about that last week. Anyway, uh, Drake also received congratulatory messages from famous friends including French Montana, Quavo, and J. Cole. Um, More friends were LeBron James. Um, And then they also talk about, the article also talks about Drake's son Adonis joined him on stage and accepted the prestigious award at Sunday's ceremony at LA's Microsoft Theater. Um, Quote, I know I've, I know that I've spent an incapable amount of hours trying to calculate all the things I did wrong but tonight I'm sure as hell we did something right said Drake who dedicated the award to his three year old son who wowed out who said why am I here where is my sippy cup where is the juice I, I'm, I'm over this yo they not kids are not good for big not all kids like some kids are and some kids are not but his son looked real sharp, though. He, he did. He looked real sharp. The Sixth God celebrated the achievement with friends and family at an intimate dinner and after party on the field of uh, at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, which ended with fireworks. Oh, you know what? Maybe we did not because now I have to tell you about how I feel about all of the rest of that. Um, so congratulations, yo! I, when I tell you. Time is so precious right now, y'all. Like, live up your life. Do what you got to do. Do what you want to do. Because 10 years flew by in a span of, like, a blink of an eye. And I'm just like, yo, he really has been rocking for a whole decade. You know what I'm saying to you? And just staying very true to himself. Staying very much so in his pocket. Yo, I remember when Hotline Bling was, like, the song for the winter time. And I used Hotline Bling because I was like, yo... I loved it. It was on, it was for ring, people had them on the ringtones and they were like sweatshirts and Christmas sweatshirts and so on and so forth. So Drake is, Drake is a part of our lexicon. Drake is a part of the culture, um, of hip hop. Like I honestly, I've never not at least downloaded and listened to like hella songs from Drake. Like I've never. I've never not loved a Drake song, loved a Drake verse. You know what I'm saying to you? I think that my my passion definitely skews a little bit over to Nicki just because Nicki's had so many amazing features and so many amazing verses that I'm just like, what the fuck? And, and just so many just great little nuances and memorable moments. And, and Drake has too. And so, uh, but it's, it's, I don't know. Again, it's very different. I, if you listen to the show for me to have a bias on Nikki, it's it's gonna be a thing. Speaking of which, since we're moving into that, <laughs> Nikki celebrates Beam Me Up Scotty chart debut. 
Nicki Minaj's mixtape is landing on the charts for the first time. 12 years after its initial release, Beam Me Up Scotty is set to debut at number two on Billboard's 200 album chart, the groundbreaking project, which was released on streaming platforms for the first time on May 14th, is expected to sell 80,000 equivalent album units in its first week. Taking to Twitter, a grateful Minaj reflected on her journey while thinking of her loyal barbs and and sorry, thanking their her loyal barbs barbs and their support. 80k, wow. My my 12-year-ago self would be so proud, she tweeted. No videos, lyric videos, no TikTok challenges, no radio, and no heavy playlist due to due to it coming as a surprise. Didn't even drop with clean versions to the songs. Beam Me Up, Scotty, Minaj's third mixtape, was originally released on April 18, 2009, and paved the way for her iconic career. Long live hashtag Beam Me Up, Scotty. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much, she added. In addition to the 18 tracks, Beam Me Up, Scotty features three new songs, including Fractions. Crocodile Teeth, which is a remix, and Seeing Green with Drake and Lil Wayne. The previous release, Chirac and Boss Has Bitch remix, remix were also included. J. Cole's album, The Off Season, is expected to take the top spot on next week's Billboard 200 with the projected sales of 288,000 equivalent albums. So, I said it. I... I, I <laughs> I might as well do it. I might as well do it. I told you. I told you before y'all gonna have to pick my fruit out. Now, 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 listen. In addition to picking my fruit, nah. So, I'm not doing this with y'all. I'm not doing this with y'all today. I'm not. Um, so, no, I, but I did say, I did say that it was going to be a Nikki and J. Cole summer. And it is definitely, it, we're getting hot and it's looking like that. Let me be very clear. Okay. Fractions fucking slaps. I honestly have seen seeing green pop up. I, I'll I'll be playing something else, and so my radio on my car will show me what's on Sirius XM like for some of the, my favorites. And of course, I picked out. I had to pick seeing green as one of my favorites. So it wasn't the song itself, but I just made it. It was like it said Nicki Drake and Lil Wayne. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna make sure that I you know at least favorite the artist, bruh. When I tell you, it is on every time I turn around. Like every time I turn around. Um, I love that feature and I love that feature in the car. I love to be able to see that it's up there. So if I touch it real quick, I can go directly to that and come out of what, you know, what I may be listening to on my Bluetooth or whatever. Um, if you know, I just want to hear that song and then go back to what I was doing. But seeing green for me, uh, she, I, uh, she said that she felt like she did not body that. And I, I agree to a certain extent. I don't think that they washed her, but I mean, all three verses are super memorable. So seeing green is amazing, but fractions, that damn fractions, she snapped. I will say I don't particularly care for crocodile teeth. 
And I that's not one of my favorites. Um, I love the fact that Chirac and Boss Ass Bitch were added back to it. I think those are also like some of my um, all time favorites. Those were, I mean, not even added back to it, were added to it because they were not originally in there as well. So, um, and I think, oh, last topic. Okay, I'm actually not even going to read this, but um, I, I have a few thoughts on Little Nas X. Mm, 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 mm. All water, all the time. Trying to get this skin to look like something, but because there's nobody else and it's just me, sometimes y'all gonna have to hear me drink water. Because again, you try talking consistently, so there's no dead air in space for an hour or or some change. I'm already on like forty freaking minutes. Hold that thought. Although I could have cut to a commercial, yes, and I could cut this out, but I'm probably not. I'm just probably not. Mm, 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 mm. This is how you get hydrated. Okay. Um, so yeah, the little Nas X situation. Um, this is not really news. I just feel bad. I feel bad for him. I do. I felt bad. So for those of y'all that didn't see, um, Saturday night ended the 46th season of SNL and Little Nas X was on SNL and he was also the musical performer. Um, so he did Montero and he did his latest new song, um, which I just forgot what the heck that uh, song is called now. So it was Montero Come By Your Name and I think he did his other new song, which was Sun Goes Down. That's what it was. Um... So yeah, he did he did that and he added the pole into the pole dance and it, it he was about to go off. He was about to go off and then them tight ass leather pants ripped off that motherfucker. When I tell you the look of shockery on that boy face, I was like, oh wow. And what's fucked up is that he literally, you could see in his body language that he was super, super, super uncomfortable. And I was like, fuck. Like, I, I knew you were about to go in. Here's the thing that I love, I'm starting to love about Little Nas X. Like, I'm not mad at the music. The Montero video, I said this the other time. The video for me was a wee bit too much. I understood the meaning. I got it. I, I love the fact that he's bold enough to do um, what he does. I I think that that is awesome. However, I just thought that I think that it just it pierced my soul in a certain kind of way. However, I'm like, yo, do you? It was very Britney. It gave me very Britney Spears esque kind of vibe. It was real. It was real. It was it was dirty. It was Christina Aguilera dirty kind of vibes. Like all of that shit was very that. Um, but yo, I know he was about to fuck it up on this pole before them goddamn pants split because and he pl- he he played it off. He did not play it off well, but he did play it off. And then eventually he took to Instagram to tell everyone you know about what happened and that he definitely did not plan that. Yes, that would have been entirely too much and yeah the the sensors would have been on that ass so but yeah i know that he was completely embarrassed but what i think that will happen with little nas x as you become a performer things like this happen 
It happens to every performer. And, you know, you did the show, must go on, but you also have to get to the moment of looking like, oh, that never happened, or, oh, that was supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you have to kind of have the show go on and have it play off. So, um, I wish him nothing but the best. I actually, like I said, I'm actually fucking with the music. I love the song that he had with Nas. And, um, that was the, and like, yo, I'm not mad at the music. I don't particularly care for a lot of the imagery, not because of the homosexuality and the imagery. Like, that part, I give shit less. Fuck it. Love who you love. Trust who you trust. Fuck who you gonna fuck. That ain't got nothing to do with me. However, um, I think that sometimes the, the imagery and the spirituality of it all is what kind of makes me leer away from it. But honestly, I'm not really mad at the music. Like, the, it's the music, dog. Like, it, it's the music for me. If the music is good, I can rock with it. I'm not mad at the music. I don't care. I like, say, I like, um, what was it? Um, Sam Smith. And Sam Smith is gay, too. Like, we as black folk got a big hang-up about this shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about who you're fucking. Is your music? Is your music popping? Is your music on the, on the shit? Because half of you motherfuckers... Oh, see, y'all about to make me go in now. Now I'm going in. Half of the motherfuckers that always got something to say about a gay artist... Where's your motherfucking music? Where's your music, bitch? I will go in once more and, and say this because I've said it before. Y'all niggas be so concerned about who somebody is fucking. But you still wear labels... And designers who have been flagrantly homosexual. Let me say it one time for the niggas in the back. You still let me slow it down for the niggas in the back. You still wear designers that are gay. If you or you support or buy them. So if you don't if, if that offends you, okay. If that offends you, why do you still support into it? Like, yo, if you wear Balenciaga, <laughs> yeah, newsflash. If you wore, if you buy your girl some Chanel, well, Chanel not necessarily, but Lagerfeld was. Um, not Coco Chanel herself, but Carl Lagerfeld was. Um... If you wore Gucci or or you pressed for Versace, again, I, I, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find why you care about the music so much. But it's okay. It's okay. For, yo, it's a whole song by this nigga and it got Doja Cat on it and I just heard it. It's called Dick. Now, Let's be let's be clear. As a whole adult, I particularly care for the song. You know what I'm saying to you, but I, I what? But y'all okay with that? Or you okay with all of all of the dumb misogynistic shit, the bullshit? But you okay with that? But at the same token, you still, yo. Not only that, if you really look at what quote unquote has happened in fashion, now y'all niggas rocking low ass chains. All type of shit. Don't get twisted. I will do it too. I don't give a fuck. I'm cool with mine. I got mine. <laughs> you need to get yours. I feel as though that's it's just a whole lot, a whole lot, of, and it, it just be unnecessary. So like the music. 
love you ain't got to love it, but you can listen to it. You can appreciate it. I have an appreciation for Nikki. Like the bitch go in. The bitch rap circle round all you fuck ass niggas. You get a yo, like Drake like Drake said, you get on the track with Onika Mirage and you niggas are still dying. What what do you what do you want? What do you what else do you want? It's unnecessary. Anyway, so as you can gather from this title, okay, it's time to talk about one of my favorite albums. Like I said, me and Kanye have had a love hate relationship. It's all right, gay. We, you know, we we. I don't know where we at musically. Musically, we not back on those terms. But I don't know what's going to happen with your divorce. I don't. I really don't know what's going to happen with your divorce. So maybe that might change things. Maybe you've broken free of that. And P.S. and by the way, I if I was never convinced before, which I am, which I was, and you already know I was already here to it. If I was never convinced before that that marriage was specifically for a show, the timing of it ending along with the keeping up with the Kardashians no longer being on, on TV, oh, that... That solidified it for me because y'all niggas thought that you was going to get like a black vote, black vote with adding Kanye to the show. Bitch, I didn't watch shit beforehand, so I'm damn sure not going to watch the shit now. I don't give a fuck. I mean, all of this off the back of your motherfucking daughter, fucking Ray J. His not, you know what? I'm not, I'm not doing this. I have stepped away. I have stepped away from that particular chapter in my life. I have. Oh, you know what? I think I just messed that up. Oh, well, that's fine. All right. So, Graduation is the third album. (laughs) Okay. Third. Studio album by American rapper and producer Kanye West. Released on September 11th, 2007. Through Def Jam Records and Rockefeller Records recording sessions took place between 2005 and 2007 at several studios in New York and Los Angeles. It was primarily uh, produced by West himself with contributions from various and other producers. The album also featured guest appearances from recording artists such as Duelle, T-Pain, Lil Wayne, Most Def, DJ Premier, and Chris Martin of uh, of Coldplay. The, ooh, okay, so y'all don't want me to be great. Um, the cover art, let's hit that, thank you. The cover art and its interior art were designed by Japanese contemporary artist Takashi Murakami. I want to say that's how that was pronounced. Don't sue me. Inspired by Stadium Tours House Music and Indie Rock Graduation marked a departure from the Orient soul based sound of Wes's previous releases as he musically progressed to more um, um, atomic compositions. Wes incorporated layered synthesizers and dabbled with electronics with sampling from various musical genres and alternating his approach to rap. He conveys an 
ambivalent outlook on his newfound fame and media sensationalism alongside providing inspirational messages of triumph directed at listeners. The album concludes the with the education theme of oh I'm sorry I got my step points of West's first two albums The College Dropout in 2004 and Late Registration in 2005 okay uh, graduation this is what happens when you put this on something and it's trying to edit it at the same time. Okay. Graduation debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200, selling over 957,000 copies on the first week of sales. It has since sold over 5 million copies in the United States and has been certified um, quadruple or quintuple. I'm sorry. Platinum by okay, well, damn, quintuple shit <laughs> by the Recording Industry Association of America, the RIAA. Five accompanying singles were released, including the um, international hit Stronger. So you had Stronger, Good Life, and Coming and Homecoming, with the former of the three topping the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, the album received widely positive reviews with music critics, with several of them praising the production and earned West his third Grammy Award for Best Rap Album, as well as his third nomination for Album of the Year. It was named one of the best albums of 2007 by multiple publications, including Rolling Stone, the USA Today, um, while also listed among numerous decade and lists and later named to the list of Rolling Stone's 500 greatest albums of all time and NME's 500 greatest albums of all time. Uh, the coinciding release date between Graduation and fellow American rapper 50, Cent, uh, 50 Cent's Curtis generated much publicity over the ideas of sales. Okay, this is the part where I wanted to stop at. That was so much fun. I had both, but what I will say, I did go out. I remember, oh my God, it's taking me back. So I remember getting up that morning to go get both CDs. I got both that day. I was like, give me 50, give me Kanye. I listened to both. And in actuality, Kanye won for me. I think my brother, my brother-in-law at the time loved, you know, the whole 50 Cent thing. So he was more on 50, but I definitely love Kanye. And he loves Kanye too. Let's be clear. He really does. So... But one of the things that I remember was getting that album and was like, okay, this is different. This was, this is, this is a whole thing. And actually, Good Morning, I think, became his, uh, my brother-in-law's, like, ringtone. No, I'm sorry, his, like, um, it was his alarm. Like, it would just wake him up every morning. And I was like, okay, I know you up because I hear the shit. Um, <laughs> but... One of the things that um, I think is completely different for Kanye versus 50 Cent is the fact that 
Kanye's graduation album kind of withstood the test of time. To be really honest with you, like, I could still play graduation today and be Gucci. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it is kind of what it is. So just a little background. Graduation is the third installment of Wes's plan to trilogy. I, I want to say that meant trilogy, but it's not that. It wasn't spelled that way. Um, of educated themed studio albums, which Wes subsequently later de- um, divulged from due to events surrounding concepts of his fourth studio album, 808s and Heartbreaks. The album demonstrates yet another dissentive dis- <coughs> progression in West's musical style and approach to production. After spending the previous year touring the world with Irish rock band U2, their Vertigo tour. Oh my God. I remember seeing the Vertigo tour. If you've never seen the Vertigo tour, you have to look at it. Watching the Vertigo tour is very much so like watching the Beyonce experience. It's really, it's really, really good. Um, West become, became inspired by watching Bono open the stadium tour every night to incredible, ovaventatious and sought out to compose anthemic rap songs that made operate that I'm sorry that could operate more effectively in large stadiums and arenas in West's attempt to accomplish this stadium status um endeavor west incorporated layered electronic synthesizers into his hip hop production which also finds him utilizing slower tempos being influenced by the music of the 80s and experimenting with electronic music west was particularly influenced by house music a subgenre of electronic dance music that first mm, mm, Mm. Their first <laughs> originated in his hometown of Chicago, Illinois, in the early 1980s. Okay, there's a, the reason I pause for that is because I'm a Baltimore kid, so I feel a little certain way about like house and club music, real quick. Mm-hmm. Not gonna touch that debate, but I'm just saying I feel like my city kind of put that on first. But whatever, anyway. Um, Wes, <laughs> I feel very strongly about that. I, I'm not going to go in. I'm not going in with, in my opinion on that. Uh, Wes has started that growing up, I'm sorry, stated that growing up, he would listen to hip hop music at home or in his car. But when he felt like dancing, he would attend a house club. While he rarely listened to House at home, he still felt it was an important part of his culture and background. Absolutely. Absolutely, Kanye. Because nothing like House music. House music gets you up and going and ready. Um, and just fun. Like, yo. Um, so there is just so much more. Hold on one second. So what else? What else do we want to go through? Let's go over the track listing as we always do because this was a whole lot, a whole lot of... Um, there, there is a lot of praise for Kanye for this album. Um, just going 
over all of the songs. Like, I'm going to re-listen to this again. Like I said, I always listen to the stuff, like, afterwards because it's so... It's Some of these albums just be so, 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 so good. Um, I'm saying that because I really, like, copied a lot of shit and I just want to actually go through all of that because... We're not going to be here all day reading all of this. Anyway, so you got your track, Good Morning, which is what I told y'all about um, before with my brother-in-law, Zodiac, who, if you did not know, is actually my brother-in-law as well, um, or FDA Kenny, depending on what he want to be called this week, because ain't nobody got time for that. Um, Champion was a good one. Um, Stronger, of course. I Wonder, and I Wonder... Mm-mm. Yes, and good life with T Pain. Yes, ah, oh, can't tell me nothing. La da da da, until I get my money right. Yo, that shit. Oh, that's just the. I'm so listening to this doing this shit. I, I can, I, I give up. Uh, Barry Bonds. I hear, I hear the beat already with Lil Wayne. Drunken Hot Girls featuring Most Def. Uh, Flashing Lights featuring Dewelle. Um, yes, so Dewelle was actually the, the one of the uh, kick that lyrics that one week. I love Dewelle. I do. I think he is very underrated. He was also in this very neo soul movement. Um, but. If you don't know, he's it. What sounds like Kanye, it's not Kanye. So where you hear the as you recall, I know you love the show off, but uh, uh, mean that we can't take it this far. Yeah, that is Dewelle. And again, check out Dewelle. D W E L E. He's so good. So that's a great artist. If you have never checked out Dewelle before. Um, Everything I Am featuring DJ Premier and The Glory and um, Coming Home featuring Chris Martin and Big Brother. Big Brother was Big's brother. Yes! Oh my God, I love this. Yo, I love this. Yo, listen to Graduation, my niggas. Like, yo, this is so good. So your sample credits come from these particular songs good morning it contains samples from someone saved my life tonight performed by elton john champion contains elements of kid charlotte i got something in my eye um performed by steely dan stronger contains a sample from harder better oh my god speaking of which Stronger contains a sample of Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger performed by Daft Punk. That was okay. So, this is 2007. And before I did ish. So, before I had met my wife, I had never listened to Daft Punk. When I tell y'all, my wife finds some of the greatest music sometimes. Like, she can find a vibe instantly. Like... For any moment, like, whatever she feeling. My my vibe is always very the same. My vibe is very 90s music, hip-hop, all of that shit. Like, it is that. But she'll find some other shit. And I'll be like, yo, I love that. Like, we were just upstairs earlier. And I was listening to something that... Or she was listening to something. And I was like... Oh. Excuse me. I had the hiccups. Um, 
I was like, oh, is this person on it? So I had to Google it and and see if that was the case. However, and the person that I thought was on the song was on it, but it was a song that I had never heard, but I just heard the voice. And she, I'm going to tell you, like, um, it was Manella Gray that she just um, got me into. And these are some Philippine cats. And they, they really dope. So, again, check them out. However, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, which is by Daft Punk, was when I first heard Stronger. I was like, oh, I know exactly what this is because my wife opened me up to music. I love my wife. I swear I do. I, I, I'm going to probably end up saying that every show. Our, our life after COVID has been like completely rekindled and, and that's so great. Um, and it, the, the stronger song by, that was uh, sampled by Daft Punk and it was also mastered, um, use of, Cola Bottle Baby performed by Edwin Birdsong. I wonder it contains samples from my song performed by Lebby Sharif. Um, Good Life contains a sample of PYT, Pretty Young Thing, performed by Michael Jackson. Huh. I might have to listen to that again. I never really, I never knew that. Barry Bonds contains samples of uh, Long Red performed by Mountain. Um, Drunken Hot Girls contains elements of swing, sing, sing song, sing swan song, mm, performed by Can. Everything I Am contains elements of If We Can't Be Lovers, performed by Prince Philip, um, Mitchell and Bring the Noise, Bring the Noise, performed by Public Enemy. The Glory contains Elements of Save the Country, performed by Laura Nairo, and contains a sample of Long Red, performed by Mountain. Oh, so you use the same song twice in Barry Bonds and, um, what was it? Uh, Everything I Am? Okay. Oh, no, Glory. Um... Good night contains elements of enough enough man a dead by performed by Supercat. I was like, oh, I felt like this was some Jamaican. I felt like it was very Jamaican. I was like, what is this? But yes, enough man enough man a dead um, performed by Supercat and wake the town performed by you Roy. Hmm. Bittersweet poetry, inner loops, inner loopations, bittersweet performed by chairman of the board. So, all in all, great album. So many accolades. Um, I didn't know, I did not know that it was this, you know, still this popular. Um, but it is. I mean, it just marked a different shift in Kanye like I will be honest let me let me look I, I don't know if I I probably have said this before but I'm gonna say it again about my love hate relationship with Kanye I'm gonna let's see if I can do this in order I might be able to do it in order I don't know um let's go back all right so I'm gonna say this is the only thing that's not on here. Okay, so College Dropout is a definite, definite classic all the way around. I will do late registration because I have my mix 
feelings. Did I do late registration already? You know what? I don't even remember. I think I may have. Um, some of this stuff is starting to blend together. But late registration, I was kind of like, eh, Kanye. Okay, whatever. Um, graduation, fell back in love. 808s and heartbreaks. I kind of, at the moment, at the moment, I was very much so like, what is going on? Um, but we definitely have to do this one. I'm sorry. We definitely have to do my beautiful dark twisted fantasy because now I will say this. If you are interested in what was in the book, um, the book still has late registration and graduation. Cause you're talking 2005, 2007. I don't remember if I still had eight. I might still have 808, 808s and heartbreaks cause I was still buying CDs, but I know that my beautiful dark twisted fantasy probably would not be in there. Um, of course, you had Watch the Throne, which was awesome. The collaboration with Jay-Z. Yeezus was a little off. And it was especially like... The first thing that I think about in Yeezus is black skinheads. And that was... Yeah. And that, and, and, and something about all of that just kind of threw me. And that sound sonically was like super harsh. Now, Life of Pablo. Again, I, at that time, I started kind of falling off with Kanye. And I was like... Mm. And his antics started kind of kicking up. And I was like, eh, maybe not. Life of Pablo actually deserves a second listen because it is actually an amazing album. Um, Ye didn't get into kids seeing ghosts. No, thank you. And this uh, Jesus is King. Thank you, next. <laughs> like, other than that, you know, it pretty much is kind of what it is. However, um... Yeah, I just, I, like I said, y'all, I love Kanye. I just have a love, not even a love-hate. I don't hate Kanye. I just have a love, um, in-and-out-of-love kind of relationship with Kanye. Like, I can love a whole project. And here's the thing. I objectively will listen to a Kanye project all the way through. Before, I, I did. Before, once you get to Life, and, Life of Pablo and back, sure. Now, I don't... I don't, I don't know. And I, I think that may, you know what? I'll say this. I give Kanye his prop on this. Maybe your creative genius is entirely too much for me. Because as a regular consumer, I just don't know. I don't know. But y'all can debate me in the comments because I know that you will. And I really appreciate it. So I really hope that y'all enjoyed the show. Um, once again, shout out to my man, Charlie Beats. You feel me? Shout out to my man, Zodiac, a.k.a. FDA Kenny. Shout out to my dude. You know what I'm saying? Obstacle Beats. Y'all holds me down. Y'all holds me down. And I appreciate y'all every single week. Like... I don't even know how to mix up this music anymore, so I, I, I can't. I cannot wait for y'all to hear it. Plus, I have not even listened to the the, the other track yet, so I don't know which track's gonna go on here. But once I edit it, mm, we gonna find out. We gonna find out. Um, and then y'all know where y'all can catch me. Y'all, I mean, <laughs> I would say I would say the line. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna say I bees in the trap. I'm not gonna say that. I said it, but I'm not gonna say it the way y'all know I was gonna say it. Anyway. Um, but you can find me, of course, on Instagram, of course. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook, any of those places. Um, you can also find me on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Music, YouTube Music Now, Google Podcasts, the Purple Podcast Player for Apple users, Spotify, YouTube, you know, wherever y'all want to, you know what I'm saying, see the kid, come see the kid. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. 
I, I, this has been a really good show. I, I want y'all to know my energy is 100%. Yeah, it's back. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Yeah, it's back. It's back. Um, don't forget to let me know about that kick that lyric. You can drop comments down even on SoundCloud. You can put it on Instagram. You can put it on Facebook. Whatever. Drop them down because I definitely need to know if you got the kick that lyric. Remember, soundtrack, movie, hair. That's all. That's all you gonna get. That's all you getting this week. Um. So other than other than other than other than other than that, I think that's pretty much you know the gist of the show. Y'all know how it go. Um. So like I said, I am taking you know like I said this this few weeks break just to recalibrate myself on the interviews we'll be getting there um i definitely got i got a lot of great interviews and i'm really really happy i'm just trying to start pushing for newer stuff and you know building building the brand hopefully we we can do this who knows i don't know i don't know i got connections and don't got connections you know who knows you know the kids nice but anyway um so you just kicked it with young smooth and don't you feel better about it all right i know you do why would you not like Come on now, it's it's me. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it because it's me. I win. You lose. No, y'all don't lose because y'all don't lose when you with me. That's fine. You good? You. I was gonna do this. I'm not doing this. Fuck this. But yes, beat me up, Scotty. Make sure y'all stream it. You know what I'm saying to you, and y'all just kicked it with Young Smooth. Don't you feel better about it? I know you do. Peace.